Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Good morning, and welcome to the Victory Point Podcast, a Bible reading plan. My name is Steve Durr, and I am your um, once-a-month host here on the podcast. I'm excited to be with you again today, uh, this whole week. And this is November 22, Monday, Thanksgiving week. So hopefully you have some plans uh, later in this week uh, to spend with family and friends. And speaking of spending time with family, my guest host, uh, our guest guest this week is the one and only, the beautiful and lovely Miss Jackie Durr, my wife of almost 25 years. Um, and when we got married almost 25 years ago, we shared vows for better and for worse, sicker and poor, richer in health, and emergency podcast guest was part <laughs> of our vows. So um, it was a busy time of year, and I was having a hard time finding somebody for this month. And so I said, Jackie, it's up to you. You're, you're, you need to bail me out. And she graciously did. So thank you, Jackie, for that. So You're welcome. <laughs> for those of you, people who maybe don't know you, or maybe you could share a little bit about yourself, and then I have a, a question for you in a minute. So. Sure. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. Um, and yeah, like Steve said, we're, we're married and we have four kids. Um, our kids are 15, 17, 19, and 21. It's crazy to believe they're that big, but they are awesome. I was just telling someone this morning how when they were little, I was very nervous about the teenage years. And now I'm finding I just love it. I love it so much. They're they're awesome. And it's a lot of fun. So I um, love being a mom. Um, I love what I do for my work, which is uh, being a therapist. I work mostly with kids and their families, um, kids who've had a lot of hard things happen to them. And um yeah, it's good work. It's hard work, but uh, but that is that's what I do during the days. All right. Well, thank you for that. You mentioned our four kids, and one of them was just recently uh, John the Baptist and Judas and Godspell musical. And I I'm going to try to get a couple Godspell references in this week because you know it's all set up perfectly for that. But anyways, um, one question I have for Jackie, since this is kind of the start of the holiday season, what is your favorite part of the holiday season? So we're talking Thanksgiving through New Year's. Oh, it's all good. Um, I, I love probably most of all being with family, um, especially now that we have two kids in college. It's really nice to, to know that they'll be home and we'll get to just be together um, and then also have time with our extended family too. So just that togetherness is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. That's my favorite time. Uh, part of the holiday season two is just being with family. So, well, we are here not just to talk about our own kids, our own family, but also to read the word of God and, and to kind of share what's on our hearts. Um, as you know, that the, uh, here at Victory Point, we do a, a Bible reading plan every day. The congregation, those who participate, read the same passages. And then this po podcast is kind of a supplement to that where we kind of read the passage and talk about it to maybe help spur on your thoughts as you've read through it. So hopefully you've read the passage today, Jeremiah. If not, you can pause and do that and then rejoin us in just a minute. Um, but I'm going to read for us today, Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16, just a couple verses to get us started uh, this week. And then we'll see what the Spirit's saying to us about it. So uh, Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16. 
The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the gracious promise I made to the house of Israel and the house to the house of Judah. In those days, and at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, in those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which it will be called: the Lord our righteousness. All right. So, Jackie, as you read through that, or just now, or as you you know, perhaps to have time a little bit, what were some things that jumped out to you or stood out to you, bubbled to the surface of your thoughts? Um, the first thing that really jumped out is thinking about God's faithfulness. Mm. Um, you know, when, when it says, I will fulfill the good promise I made to the people. Um, and I actually, because it was so short, I went back and I read the verses beforehand too, just to try yeah. to get a little bit of context. And my takeaway from that is just, it was about God restoring the land and how people were living in the land. Um, so I think part of the the faithfulness that I hear in, in these verses today is that God promises that he'll make things new again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's also more than that, um, that he's promising that he'll send Jesus mm-hmm. um, and that, that Jesus will do what is just and what is right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that kind of hit me as well, too, that um, Jesus would be the perfect king that kind of, and it looked at my footnotes, that embodies all the good qualities of the kings prior to him. But, you know, he's the perfect representation of who a king would be. And again, like you said, God is faithful. He keeps his promises. And I did a little Google searching and, and just some timelines. I was kind of fascinated by this. So um, from the time that God made a promise to Abraham to when Jesus was born was about 1,976 years. If you go all the way back to Adam, where um, you know God promised to send his son and said that you know the serpent will bite your heel, but you'll crush his head. Um, there's different date ranges, but anywhere from 3,483 to 6,984 um, years from the time of Adam and Eve to when Jesus came. So wow. a long, long time. And now, you know, Jesus promised that he'll come back again. So it's been about 2,000 years from his re- resurrection to his return. So long, long time. Um, and so it just said to me that, you know, God is faithful. He will keep his promises. It just might take a while. And hmm. we need to be patient in, in that waiting. So um, I'm kind of a numbers guy. So that just jumped out and fascinated me. So that's really cool. That's good perspective. Like just thinking of that many years. Like, yeah, that's that's hard to imagine. Yeah. What else kind of? Well, I um, one other thing I did was um, I looked at the message translation of this too. Um, sometimes that helps me if I'm looking in the Old Testament. And um, yeah, so anyways, yeah. What, what jumped out at me was in verse 16 um, when it's talking about the name of the the city um, and what, what it said in the message translation of verse 16. It said, the motto for the city will be, God has set things right for us. Mm. Um, I just thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Imagining how, yeah, how he will make all things right. So it's about making, you know, we think about, it's easy to think about making like the land new and mm-hmm. making, making us new, but um, 
yeah, but then just thinking just all the brokenness that's in the world, yeah. that he's going to make that right. Um, and I think that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking that, that same thing too, just that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. That, yeah, there, there's going to be um, a physical deliverance, you know, when, when Judah was restored, um, but also that there's that spiritual deliverance, that spiritual uh, renewal and healing that we'll all experience um, when the final promise of Jesus' return and his dwelling here on earth with us is, is fulfilled. So um, one other thing that I, I um, kind of gathered from that is um, the expectations of the Israelites and even the disciples expected that Jesus would come um, and reign on earth and set up an earthly kingdom and, um, you know, kick out Rome uh, but it'd be a physical kingdom here on earth. And that's not what happened, um, which also said to me that we don't always get what we want when we for God, but we get what we need. You know, mm. they, they wanted a, you know, physical king to kick out the emperor, to kick out Rome, but that's not what they needed. That's not what God had in store for them. So not only does God keep his promises, but he gives us not what we necessarily want, but what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so hard time sometimes is accepting <laughs> what that is. So. Right, right. Because yeah. a lot of times we think we know better. Yeah, yeah. But when we really, really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Something that this made me think about too, um, like when I think about God making things right and just how much he loves justice. Um, it was a time in my life, um, it's probably been, I guess it's been 10, 10 or so years, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit more than that. But um where all sorts of things related to justice were coming up um, in my life. One thing that was funny was that um, we always had a Sunday um, in December where the theme was justice. And I always was in charge of worship that Sunday. It just happened for several years. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyways, then um, what kind of came out of that was just kind of an, a new awareness um, as I met some new people of, injustice in Mm -hmm. in the community like i think i was aware of oh yeah there's there's bad things happening around the world things aren't aren't fair for everyone but then seeing it in our community and um yeah just having a new well really god breaking my heart for for that and um and how that kind of changed then the the path for me and um going back to school um to learn more about how to be an advocate for for justice um and and i feel like that's a lot of what i get to do in, in helping and helping families too but yeah. anyway so when i when i think of uh of justice and of god making things right that i feel like that's a way that he's worked in me too yeah oh i'm glad to share that because i think that's a great example of how um we god gives us what we need not necessarily what we want not that you didn't want that but you um by you know college training you're a teacher and a a music Mm -hmm. teacher um had helped to lead worship but as you thought about going back you know into the career field after um the kids were getting a little bit older you you totally went in a different direction from where kind of you originally thought your life was going and and Mm -hmm. that was social work and um and those experiences that you just talked about were pivotal in and helping you go down that road um and i firmly believe that god needs you where you are right now and the Mm -hmm. people that you um support and help need you and so god used those circumstances in your life 
to get you to where you need to be to serve him the way he's called you to serve. So, mm-hmm. um, and that was not an easy way too. I mean, there was a lot you had to do before you were able to do that with all the grad <laughs> school and stuff. Yeah. And while you're also trying to take care of a husband and four young kids, and, <laughs> uh, but so, uh, so that was a great, I was going to ask you if you have any examples of, um, of things like that in your life. And you, you answered the question before I could ask it. So uh, <laughs> there you go. You get yes. bonus points. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One thing I wrote down kind of with that is that I, I can see that in this passage, you know, God, God loves justice. He loves for things mm-hmm. to be right. So how can I be a part of mm-hmm. making that happen? Yeah. Too. Yeah. Other thought, I think that's a good place to end, but I want, if there's anything else you want to no, no. I th- yeah. The, the only other thing that, that I had thought about just in conjunction with that was um, uh, the ver- a verse came to mind, Micah 6, 8 song. Actually, usually it comes in my mind as song, but mm-hmm. um, just to act justly, love mercy and walk humbly. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's a great challenge for our listeners. I think um, to every day to, to walk humbly, act justly, love mercy. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I, I panicked as it was coming out, out of my mouth. But um, I think so listeners at home, um, just as a reminder that we have a God who is faithful, a God who keeps our promises, and who got a God who loves and seeks justice. And um, what Jackie just said, I want to leave that as a challenge for you to see each day how you can be used by God um, in a way to bring justice to the people Um, who are suffering from injustice. So I encourage you to be open to the Spirit's leading um, and open to God's call to help you bring forth his promise here on earth. So having said that, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And we will see you or talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.